Oh, hello, every single person, everybody, welcome back, thanks for tuning in to the Frank Berry Podcast, Life of Call Confessions, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Book of Faces, Grim of Insta, email, frankberrypod at gmail.com I said Google Play Music uh, Google Pod because the play music is going um, how was everybody doing oh how was your Martin Luther King Day people did you enjoy it did you go do something Martin Luther Kingish? I don't know, go fuck some chicks. <coughs> Excuse me, that went your wife or, or your chick or just, you know, do something for America. Do something that you couldn't do back then that that the king was fighting for. You know, fucking a white woman. Like my old lady brought up the fact that, hey, we needed to have relations on Martin Luther King Day because I had brought it up before of and the cockafaces of having sex with white women on Martin Luther King Day because, you know, it's for America. It was for the king that I did that. Um, how was y'all day? I mean, did you do anything special? Did you have some cake? Did you do a march? Did you watch a march? Did you listen to some old Martin Luther King uh, fucking um, um, speeches? If not, why not? Is it because you didn't know any? If you didn't know any, 150% understand that. Not really. If you don't know, I have a dream speech. Then I that that one was confusing to me. Um, if you gonna listen, you could at least listen. That I have a dream speech. If anything, just want to put that out there. You know what I'm saying, just spitballing, just throwing it out there. Um, I. Me and the wife uh, went to go, went to go say goodbye to one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, that's what I did on Martin Luther King Day, and um, needless to say, needless to say, she, she will be missed. I have brought her up, up on the podcast uh, a couple of times. Um, she was the aunt who. The first time I ever brought, like, a woman around my family, which not my wife, um, only brought two people around my family ever, and uh, one my boy Puma, and the other one is is my old lady, and I brought her around, and. 
the reason why I love this aunt because no hesitation on her part. She's just going to say it. She's going to say whatever she wants, whenever she wants. That's why I loved her. And the thing is, you just didn't know if she's going to say it about you, she's going to say it about somebody else. She gonna, she just, you know, she's going to talk. That's why I loved her. She always going to say something. She's going to give me one. That's what I used to call it. She always going to give me one. And um, this time that one was about me. And as we were leaving, um, uh, she just goes right up to my uh, my, my now my wife and, uh, and say, hey, let me give you a hug. You know what I'm saying? Freak never brought anybody around her, around her before. I just, you know, let me give you a hug. Got a hug. And that hug. After me, like, even like, really let, let my wife go. My aunt says, uh, I know he my nephew and all, but is he worth it? And that's why I was like, this is why she's my favorite, man. This is exactly why she's my favorite. Because who is ready for that? Who is ready for that? Who has an answer for that? My wife was so be bewildered that she gave a now tattoo I have, which she just said, he's like, he's like a watermelon. Hard on the outside, sweet on the inside. And that was one of one of the greatest moments ever. And then, um, and then I think it got top. And when uh, my nephew brought a girl around, and then my aunt just to the girl says, like my my nephew had walked away or something. And and then my aunt just goes up to the girl, says, "It's nice to meet you. I'm just glad that boy ain't gay." No. That that was in that's ten seconds. Okay, I'm his aunt, and I'm glad he's not gay. How can you not love that? Um. So, needless to say, she was surely be missed. She was one of the greats. And, um, uh, love her, man. Gonna miss her. Um, other than that, you know, that, that was pretty much it for my, my MLK day. You know, um, And then up to it, I mean, over the weekend, everybody was, not everybody, the wife was mostly sick. Like, it started, pretty much started for everybody Friday. Like, I had a little bit of stomach cramps at work, and oh, my old lady was like, oh, yeah, she been feeling stomach crampish, and next thing I know, I wake up in the morning, like, I get ready, I get up at 3 o'clock, get ready for work. The next day, and she, I, I look at my phone to the text, saying I threw up everything, and they've been coming out everywhere all night. 
and like maybe a little like an hour and a half before I get ready to walk out the door, she she says, "I need you to call off. Like I I can't do it. I get the shakes and everything." So I immediately I call off. You know what I'm saying? Cause I have to take care of the baby, take care of her, I have to take care of both of them. I'm saying I have to have to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Be a man, take care of my family, and that's exactly what I did. And it was, you know, it was fine. It was um, like the baby still wasn't. She ate some, but not really. Um, wife was still kind of kind of sick and so she just kind of rested most of the time like I had still had like my stomach cramps felt like it was getting a little bit worse but I kept pooping kept taking dumps so it was like pressure was steady getting relieved and everybody felt somewhat better on fucking Sunday and I don't know. It was like it was. It was just a little, little bit of a rough weekend. Um, but uh, my my uh, I had a aside that I had another little. I had a, a a cool dead moment where um my my baby her favorite uh her favorite toy that like I don't want to say it's her favorite toy but the one that she hugs on and. Squeezes like the first time she had like a like she like she got a few stuffed animals and she ain't latched on to any of them. The first one she latched on to and hugged and squeezed and was laughing and giggling. It was like, oh, this is just wrapped, wrapped her arms around it. it. Was all feeling all cute with it. It's like this little lamb thing. And he had noticed that there was a hole in the back, so my wife put it away. So the baby wouldn't rip out, like, pull, open it up anymore and get all the stuff out of it. And I, uh, while me and the wife were watching, uh, This Is Us, grabbed that lamb and, uh, my wife needle, some, my wife sewing kit to sew it up. And I know y'all thinking to yourself, Frank, when the fuck did you learn how to sew. Like, now I ain't use a sewing machine like a hand. I know how to use, like, hand sew with, like, needle and thread. Uh, I learned this shit back seventh grade, eighth grade. Uh, one of the, um, it was this Mexican lady that every single guy. Like, her kids went to that school. Like, she went... She, like... It was a church. Like, one of the Catholic... It was a Catholic school, so... You know, she went to... The, went to mass on fucking... Sunday when they speak Spanish and shit. The Spanish mass, and... She was just... A baddie. Like... And she offered to, like, teach... Teach a class of like, like it was like home ec. So people, 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 people teaching people how to sew pretty much. And 
leaders to say, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to actually learn how to hand So, Also, like, I'm going to look at some titties. Like, she was thick and was banging. She had a body Latin chick. And then... Like, I remember, like, now now I look back on it, it's very, very stalkerish because it was, like, a few of us, like, three or, three or four of us because one of the, one of the, uh, my classmates knew where, she, like, she lived, like, a few blocks away from him. So one day, we was like, hey, let's just walk past our house. And we did. And I was like, oh, now looking back on it, that was, like, very stalkerish. Cause she even brought it up, like I oh, like the final week. Oh, I saw you guys this past weekend, and I was like, "Yeah, cause you know, you fire like the 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 girls in that class was kind of jealous. Like, oh, she ain't all that. Yeah, yeah, she is. This, I get that y'all kind of butt hurt right now, but she bad. Like, y'all our age. That is a grown ass woman right there." Okay, who was teaching us how to sew. Teaching y'all too. Okay, but she is teaching us how to sew. She is a bad mama jamma. And, but I, I I learned how to hand sew. I've been hand sewing for years. Like, my brother used to have me uh, restitch like his pants, pants leg and stuff. I did some stuff on my own, like, I, I never forget it, okay? She made an impact on me, okay? I don't remember her name. I kind of, like, I remember what she looked like, but I mostly just remember that Bahaha day. But, um, hey, I, I, I remember how to hand sew, so, you know, I may not still, I may not be good, too good at math. I may not remember my age too well, which the whole new thing now, I don't know how many of y'all go through this, but I, for the last couple of years, I've been forgetting how old I am. Like my boy Puma went through it some years ago where he would forget how old he was. Now I have to remind him. Like last week, I literally... Because, like, I just turned 38, to, to, like, today, Wednesday, turned 38 today, and, like, I literally had to take the calculator and, like, do, like, the math right quick, because so I was, like, my math, I was, like, I'm 39, but, like, I don't think this sound right, and, like, I, I, I just, just, I turned 38, and the, the, the couple of things I love. Like the uh my new father in law and stepmother like they wrote me a check, you know what I'm saying? Gave me a little cash. But my mom is the cash that she gives me is perfect because she gives me exactly my age every year. So that helps me remember. She gave me thirty eight dollars. And I was like at first, that was all like, man, my new 
father-in-law and stepmother gave me more money than this. But then I was like, well, one, they didn't raise me. But two, the money my mom gave me is perfect because I keep forgetting how old I am. But she remembers. And, you know, whenever, you know, you know she leaves this earth, my wife's going to have to take over. I may ha- I may start having her put like my age on the cake or something like hey I keep forgetting and so besides giving me a cake you should put the age in my cake so one I remember and then you know more frosting I guess whatever but yeah I keep forgetting you know what I'm saying like I'm like Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting, never be the same again. Keep forgetting, how you gonna be? How you gonna sing a Keep forgetting, you know, if you don't know who Michael Madonna is, you probably way too young to listen to this podcast. But uh. But more importantly, you should just go look them up on top of it. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I just, I just keep forgetting my motherfucking age. And like I said, the, the money that my mom says me perfect because she helps me remember, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, I got a level for it. Um, other than that, man, it's just. It's been an all right week. I seen some uh, some pretty funny stuff. Um, one of the I said this when um, I moved. Right, um, I was like, man, everything that I had get now like like um Lumin like Luminati's pizza and uh uh Giordano's and, and, and a small cakes right it was just out here where I'm at just only out here and now it was like I moved and They just start popping up in Indiana. Like, Girondados popped up. Small cakes popped up. I see Illuminati's. Like, as soon as I leave, y'all start getting all the good shit. Right? Wingstop. Like, all the good shit started popping up. Um, and now that I'm like really settled into my my area, my neighborhood. It's getting a little crazy. Like I'm starting to see some some wild shit that I used to only kind of see back in my old neighborhood. Oh, excuse me, back in my old neck of town. Um, and I'm starting to see it out here. Um. Like, I got a wing stop 
popping up around the corner. It's like a little section get built for like for like little I don't know, like little maybe like little four or five stores could get it's like four or five buildings is all in a row connected and you could just buy one of those rent one of those buildings and then the first thing that came over there was the Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, okay. Dunkin' Donuts is a, you know, standard franchise, you know. I can run and get my wife coffee real quick if she needs it or something. Just, it's quick. It's right around right the corner. It's easy. Um, and then now, I got a wing stop right around the corner. And I'm like, okay. But when I moved, there was a Dunkin' Donuts that was like on my way to go, like, on the expressway. Like, it was, it was on my way to, the, like, the big expressway. Um, and then all of a sudden, it became half Dunkin' Donuts, half Wingstop. The building was just way too big to just be a Dunkin' Donuts, and they wasn't get foot to get. It wasn't getting enough traction for as big as that building was for that Dunkin' Donuts. So they added a Wingstop, so it became Dunkin' Donuts and Wingstop. So now I'm thinking it was already the Dunkin' Donuts building slot got built. Now that the wing start, it's two different. You no, know, they they got the own room, but I was like, eh, starting to remind me of uh, the hood. You know what I'm saying, um, and then I seen some wild. I seen some that I wouldn't. I never thought I would see. It never crossed my mind to see something like this. Um, I saw a nigga on a skateboard, right? Now, they ain't the thing I'm talking about. They ain't, people ride, niggas ride skateboards now. Know what I'm saying? And it, it ain't just a right thing. It's, it's, it's for everybody. Um, but I saw this nigga on the skateboard. This, this is the part that threw me off. He was wearing a fucking pirate outfit. On a skateboard. I'm talking about Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, I'm talking about like I don't know. I want to say it was a wig, the long hair, dreadlock things. I want to say that was a wig because he had hair coming out with the pirate hat on. The clothes were very pirate-ish. E. It looked like Captain Jack and that other guy who been in the franchise for a very long time. Like a little bit of a cross between them. More Captain Jack than anything. And he was skateboarding. Right? And I saw that and I was just like I I mentally don't know what's going on right now. Like I don't know what to do with this mentally. I don't know what's how to place it in my head and my mind. It's very confusing. Um, I don't get what's going on here. Uh, um, I just I just don't understand where this coming from now. Like, is this a thing that's gonna be happening? 
and he was just skateboarding. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing crazy, nothing outrageous. All I know is if I start hearing bullet shots, if I start hearing more guns go off, if I start seeing dead bodies, I, I can see dead raccoons. Okay? Raccoon coons is fine. I can see a dead coon. But if I start seeing some dead bodies in the middle of the street, anything that remind me of Gary, we out. Like, it's time to go. Where we going? I don't fucking know, but we gots to go. Um, yeah, man. Um, it, that, 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 that just threw me off, pretty much. Never thought he'd something like that. Don't, don't truly understand what I did see. Like, I saw it, and I'm still thrown off about it. You know what I'm saying? It was just a shock to the system. Best way I could describe it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that one of... It's not one of the craziest things I ever saw, but it's one of the things that definitely threw me off. Um, I will say that because um, now what today phase this Wednesday is the twentieth, and so the whole. Presidency bullshit switched over and uh, I will say this. I don't know if this got done before. Um but if it did, I ain't hear too much about it. Other presidents doing it. Before Trump left, that nigga freed that pretty much everybody except Joe Exotic. Okay? I bet that Joe Zod is the only one who probably really thought he, he was getting out. Simply because he went he got a stress limo. He got uh a, a hairstylist, a makeup artist, um a motherfucker, uh a mental health expert, all this shit. That motherfucker thought he he more than thought. He knew for a fact. That he was going to get out. And he was the only motherfucker that stayed in jail. It, Trump released pretty much everybody else. The one motherfucker I thought. Now he. More than anything he probably deserves. He's young. Did something stupid. I think he was just carrying the gun. Or had some drugs on him. Not really sure which one it was. But. Kodiak Black. Kodak Black. Out of everybody he released, he's the one who look like he should be in jail the most. Like, why did you let him go? Like, what you call it? Try to kill somebody. Um, The Tiger King. He... Try to get Carol Baskin killed. 
um, Kodak Black just had some, I don't know, a gun on him, some weed on him, something. And you, you, you see Kodak Black and you was like, if you, if, look him up. Take a couple of seconds. Just look this crazy ass, crazy ass looking nigga up. Because a nigga look, he looks rough. He looked like he could have been the color purple. Okay. And Trump freed him. He freed damn near all black celebrities. Little Wayne was about to go in and do some like get 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 some years. And Trump Trump just said, uh-uh. Trump freed as many niggas as Harriet Tubman. Nobody else gonna gonna say it. Or willing to say it, I say it. Um Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of these niggas he freed, I really don't give a fuck about. Um Little Wayne music ain't that good no more. Um like I said, I don't think Carter yet black should have got out. He just looks he just looks crazy. Um But that's just me racially profiling. But you know, I'm racially profiling a black guy, so I think I can get away with it. Um I'm not really sure how that works out. Um But anyway, yeah, he he just said, let my people go and just skadoosed. And now we about to be extremely boring for the next four years. And speaking on letting this motherfucking go and the new, the new president, that this new president needs to let the rest of these motherfuckers go. These motherfuckers with these first time offenders with these with who who in jail for weed, especially if okay, let's jump this off first. Let's go ahead. I don't know who else has said it, but I'm gonna say it. First of all, the war on drugs. Remember that shit? Remember Dare? Huh? I had a Dare t shirt. Okay. Do y'all remember the Oregon? Said, fuck it. We lost. Do whatever you want. Okay? You can smoke crack cocaine on a fucking uh, 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 uh fucking, I don't know, the, the, the steps of a jailhouse or whatever. Okay? Crack cocaine. They decriminalize all drugs. If you are still in jail for any drug in Oregon, sue. Like you should be out. You should been let out immediately. Okay. I know they probably had to wait to January uh first for all that all, all the shit to pass. But January first happened nineteen days ago. I don't know how many people in jail for or in prison for for a fucking uh first time or smoking or doing drugs or selling drugs, all of them need to be out. Okay, 
Plain and simple. If you still in jail, if if you sold weed, if you got caught with weed, sold weed in Illinois, you need to be let out. You should have been let out last year. Okay? The war on drugs was the one of the biggest wastes of money in American history. They started that shit in the eighties. In the eighties, realize at some point in two thousands that it just it's just not gonna work. Especially all these states are just legalizing legalizing weed. I'm gonna say marijuana. But I'm gonna call it what it is. Just legalizing weed across the board because it's better for you. Than a lot than all them goddamn pills that people are just kicking addicted to. So it's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Okay. It's crazy because number one, at some point, I'm gonna have this had to have this talk with my daughter about drugs. Now between me and my wife, I've done the most drugs. Okay? I've had edibles. I've tried weed. Um, and then I had a couple of pills. And all the pills I had was in the hospitals. Okay? And I, I had Vicodin. I still don't see the big thing. Because I kept fucking up with the Vicodin. I kept taking it and not eating it. And I started feeling sick. And you're supposed to eat with that. Um, even like the painkillers, I like I'm not I'm I didn't get a high from it. I didn't. I got sick because I didn't take I didn't eat no food with it. If anything, that's the most annoying part about it. Um, but um, yeah, I mean. And then, uh, like I, I, quite, I mentioned it before, Delighted, that was a game changer. That that was the one that opened up my ass to the whole getting addicted to something. Um, the strongest, because I, I was on morphine, and morphine, the first time I had morphine, it felt great. Like, I was like, all right. Like I'm like let's not even bother going to the hospital. I got the morphine. Let's just go home. The pain, I feel no pain has subsided. Just let's let's get let's go home. I feel great. Um But then the surgery back in what, two thousand eleven, I believe. And that goddamn, I was on a morphine drip and it was not working. It was not fucking working. And I was just, just so much pain. And I just kept telling them I'm in so much pain. And finally, it took me off the morphine drip and gave, and this lady, the nurse came up to me and said, take you off the morphine drip. We give you the stronger med- pain medicine we got at the hospital. And that, that was delighted. And I had it like 
like I, I, I mentioned it before, because it, it it went straight to the it went straight to the IV, so right in my bloodstream. She put it right in, shot it right into that little connection thing I get in the in the IV drip, IV, I in the fucking IV drip, and by the, and then she stood up, and by the time you took four steps and got to the foot of the bed, my nose was burning. And then, within, by the time she left the room, like, I was asleep. Like, that shit worked. Like, the pain was gone. I felt fucking great. The strongest shit in the head. And I, and then I did, I think I had it again. I know I had it, I think this, when I had it the second time, I was like, okay. I get it now. I get the whole being addicted to drug addiction now. Like uh, people say, oh, they're addicted to Viking and heroin and everything. I was because if I could have ever got the lot on the street, <clears throat> ever, I kind of still feel this way. I would take it because that thing works. I have never felt so great if after I took the lot it. Cause that the, the pain leaves and you just go to sleep. Oh man. A drug sleep? Like some good drugs is some of the best sleep there is on the face of the fucking earth. And I had a good old fashioned drug comatose sleep. And I'm glad that, you know, I had friends who who had old, they ain't died from it, but, you know, they had OD'd and they got hooked on drugs and they got off of eventually, but and 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 they and they and they didn't they didn't die from the overdose and just having friends that like you know what I'm saying went through that and uh, it killed me was like all right I know I finally know my weakness and that's delighted I know what it is I know that. I can't keep doing it. So slowly but surely, I started trying to wing myself off of it. It was times where I was, it was like, it was a couple of times I was in a lot more pain than what I said I was. And I was like, I just gotta deal with it. I just gotta take it. I gotta deal with it because I can't get addicted to this shit. I just can't. And you know, eventually, I, I just, I just like, I kind of forced myself to take Vicodins in the hospital, and and I did that again the last time I was in the hospital because it was on my record that I had delighted, and when I went in, I was like, back in what 2016, they gave it to me, and I made up like yes, and I'm, and, and I get it, and I was like okay. Two days. Get you got today, 
and you got tomorrow. But come the day after, you can't take no more. And I knew that. I, I knew I I can't I can't stay hooked on this delighted because that shit feels too good and it's gonna cause a problem. So I made myself wean myself off of it. Luckily, the pain wasn't that bad. Where I was like dying, like I like like I fucking feel like I I needed that shit. But that's one thing that got me nervous, man. Is what new drug? Cause by the time my daughter gets of uh, a good talking age about drugs she's gonna be I don't know what's a good talking age um 16 I guess 15, 16 I'm quite sure before then I mean I smoke weed for the first time I had we fourth was 8th grade they was already talking about it in the seventh grade, so yeah, I definitely gonna need to talk to her before then. Um, but like the risk of her doing it, uh, like I got, I'm, I'm gonna have to be straight up honest with her. Like, hey man, weed is healthy. Okay, we. I don't wanna say that. I don't wanna say that. I wanna say weed is a lot better for you than cigarettes. Let's make that perfectly clear. Um, but first and foremost, do any type of drug, especially you no know, smoke some weed, need to be at your own place. You can't be out in these streets because if you is, that's your ass. You're gonna be because you're impaired, and that's a ticket. You can go to jail. All the other shit. Like, be honest, be flat out honest with about that shit. And then, um, I'm just worried that what's the drug that's gonna be out when I'm saying she gets older? What's, what's gonna be the heroin? What's gonna be the crack cocaine of my daughter's age? Because she's about to turn one. Like she turns one next week, and I get like a solid what thirteen more years before I gotta have this talk. So I'm like, should I do more drugs now? Should I try acid before I need to try? I know I definitely gotta try shrooms before she gets to this age where I need to have this talk because. More than more likely, them there all the states should be legal with drugs, and with that being said, it's gonna be like which I, I would have to tell her what try to stir her for what not to do. It's like, all right, this is what I did. Um, one, don't do acid. It's a horrible experience. 
But is it? it I may be fine. I will have, I got to do acid to find out. I don't, I don't feel like I don't want to do acid. <laughs> acid don't really seem like something I want to try. But like a great man once said, don't knock it until you try it. Rather point, hard, hard, hard argument to beat. And my wife can't make that take that risk. I got to. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a it's a team sport. It's me and my wife. Like, hey, I'd have had I'd have had weed, like, I'd have had Vicodin. Like, I'm quite sure she's been on Vicodin before, and you know, she, but like, she can get sick. Um, and she and then she gets sick. She gets sick for a few days. I get sick. It just with for that. I don't know, but it's less than it should be over with within twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? So I. I should miss work. I just should be. I should be fine the next day. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those situations where I should be fine. Uh, excuse me. The next day. Um. So if anybody's gonna do do acid in this family, it gotta be me. And I a hundred percent believe I need to do shroom first. Cause that's a psycho, a psycho drug, a psycho active, psychoactive drug, and then, then do acid. But I also need to try coke. Or can I just have a what Puma talk tell tell her about coke? I'm hoping I can just have Puma tell her about coke, because if I could just not do no white girl. I'm saying the good old booger sugar. I think that'll help me out. If I could just say that till retirement, that would be great. Um, but we'll see, man. Um, like I said, it's definitely not something I'm looking forward to having, but I, it it has to be had. It really has to be had. Um. War on drugs. Just such a fucking stupid. It was so stupid. Drugs won. And like I was, well, like I was alluding to earlier, that motherfucker, new president we get, who wrote that crime bill back then, he get he better free he better free them all. That's the first thing them two motherfuckers need to do. Free everybody. Free the rest of them. Okay, I'm quite sure I got a cousin who locked up. I don't know him, but I'm quite sure I got one. It, it, it'd be nice to know that uh, if I get pulled over with some edibles. And then be like, long as they ain't open. All right, bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? If I get pulled over with some cocaine, because I decide to say, fuck it, and go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? You just say, go home. You know what I'm saying? Little Ziploc bag is not open. It's not. All right, then go home. Go home and go enjoy your Coke. Thank you. Thank you, officer. I will. That's what I want to say. Okay? I'm going to go home and enjoy my white girl. 
Um, but we'll see. I don't know where it's about these next four years are about to be boring. Because ain't, ain't going to be no tweeting. Ain't no wild shit about to get said. It's going to be about to be like, you know, I guess like the good old days. Just some boring as shit. It's going to be back going back to what me not knowing what's going on with government shit, which is what I like. I don't need to know what's going on. I don't like hearing about it. Uh, I don't like that shit popping up on my Twitter feed. Let's, let's stick with the memes. And these war crimes that get done behind my back. And, they, and me not finding out about it it's like three, four years later after he left office. Like like good old Obama. All the shit that he did. and all the, He ain't the only one. All of them did them. Okay. All of them did some horrible shit. They got to. It comes with the territory. But, uh, yeah, man. Let's just, uh, see what happens. Other than that, I'm just going to sit back. I'm saying, have me, have me a drink. Especially of this new shit, because I finally got that that uh for f- for my birthday, my wife got me some uh some cool gifts. First of all, she got me a tutu. She gave me another tutu with more colors. And that way, cause I already got one tutu. I needed another one, and my wife got me another one, so me and my daughter could match. And like you know. When we go out, like, my daughter got, like, an outfit for her uh, her birthday. It's a tutu. I got a tutu that's somewhat colorful the way hers is. So when we go out, when we having our daddy-daughter time, tutu'd up. All day, every day, me and her. And, um, and she get, my wife gave me this bottle of um, tequila. That I can't wait to midnight to open. Cause it's gonna be so fucking good. It's it's the it is by far the best tequila I have ever had before in my life. And I can't wait to crack that bad boy open. It's so good. It's so good. Um I'm especially gonna look forward to uh, having a sip of it this weekend and watch some football games. And um, real quick before I wrap this podcast up, since I'm talking about sports, I know a couple of things. One, Patrick Mahomes playing on Sunday. I think the game's gonna be on Sunday, and Patrick Mahomes is gonna be playing, which he shouldn't, because he definitely got a concussion. He didn't get choked out, like, like they're trying to say that motherfucking concuss. And they're going to figure out a way to make, get him to play. And he should not be playing. But more than anything, Winston, he scored the first touchdown against the, the Buccaneers. Right? Okay. Scored the first touchdown. I think he scored the first touchdown of the game. 
No, he didn't. He tied the game up. But he scored the first touchdown for the Saints. And the Saints end up losing that, that game. 30-20. And I know Winston was whole time was thinking. I could have played like this. Because one, Drew Brees threw interceptions. And. I personally would have loved Winston in the game. Or at least brought him back. I would have had like maybe I, I think I think after the second after the second interception, I would have told Breeze, hey man, we need to make a move. And we need to make a move now. Winston get confidence. He playing his old team. I'm about to let him go out swinging. Fuck it. I know this is your last game, but guess what? It ain't if we win. So I'm about to go let Booby spin. And I would have put him in the game and let him spin and see what happened. Because you know he wanted that shit. That nigga was mad as hell. You know he was. You know he wanted that. Okay. I would have put. I would have gave him the ball. Put it all on him. Said, "Go win this shit, nigga. Let's go see what happens." You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's what I would have did if I was the coach. Just throw it out. But besides that, another thing I'm looking forward to seeing, Conor McGregor fighting again. Because like I was watching football last Saturday, but then like I'm flipping through channels and I was just so happy to see that USC was on ABC. And you know, I'm I'm kinda turning back and forth. But then the main event happened. And for some reason, they've been having main events be five rounds. And I could have sworn all one thing that was five rounds was the title fights. For some reason, they, they switched it up for me. Um, and it was that motherfucker, Max Holiday. That, that motherfucker, he ain't known for knocking motherfucker out, but he would beat the fuck out of you. And he... Put on a fucking clinic Saturday. That motherfucker Max Holiday whooped that man's ass for five fucking rounds. And was talking shit. This, if you if you go back and look, because I know it's on YouTube. At one point, he's yelling. He got his head turned and he like looking. He gotta be yelling at Dana White, yelling at him. I'm the best boxer. In here, and he's done, and he's not even looking at the guy swinging on him, and he's dodging blows that's coming out of him, not even looking, and then turn back through a couple of shots, yelling, "I'm the best boxer in here. I'm the best fighter." Dodging him, and just lighting this dude. This dude was bloody as shit. Okay, he was bloody as shit. He lit this motherfucker up. 
for five fucking rounds. That shit got me so. And I'm thinking this shit's on ABC. Okay. You getting all this bloody ass shit on eight on 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 a family network right now. Who this? This is about as dumb as when they played the NFL game on Nickelodeon without no tape delay. Knowing them motherfuckers, it's a playoff. Ain't no, ain't no fans there. Of course we gonna hear them curse. How retarded were they? But hey, get that money, NFL. You dumb motherfuckers wanna buy that shit? I have a fucking uh some green slime come out at the end zone for some dumbass reason. That's on you. And when, and when this five year old he a football player cuss. That's that's not my problem. That's y'all. Okay. But anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Get ready to open up this tequila at midnight. I have my first drink. Cause I don't drink on my birthday. I always wait 24 hours. Just so I can be here and enjoy the day. And go give me another piece of cake. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. I'll have you motherfuckers next week. I got to go take a shit.